You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. And welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast, episode 27. Danielle, I am so excited because today we have Brandy Riley on the show. I love Brandy. Her Facebook group, Courage to Earn, is honestly one of my favorites. I am in it a lot. It's one of the best ones out there, I think, for influencers who are really looking for support as they grow their business. She's good because she gets it. She's worked in the influencer space for a long time. And I like how open and honest she is. And she's super positive. She keeps it positive, which I love. But the thing that I, I love a lot about that group as well is there are faces in there that I get to see when I travel because a lot of the influencers and the members of that group are people that we know from going to various conferences. And so it's really yes fun to be able to interact with them online. I love whenever you see a thread in there where it's like, who's going here? And there's always a whole bunch of people. So you know, you get to meet a lot of people that you know, online that you may not have seen in person, or you get to connect with them again. It's true. And now conference season is ending. How psyched are you? (laughs) Deep breath. It's close. It's close. So, so close. So our crazy time is almost over. And before we got on we were talking um we we're talking about all the food that we eat with our producer don when we're <laughs> traveling for conferences and i feel like this is a conversation that needs to be had on on the air i think so <laughs> people need to know so i basically anytime don is at a conference that i'm at i basically make him eat all his meals with me much like i made him take all the selfies with me and i like to tease him because the only food that he likes to eat when we travel for conferences is Mexican food. I love Mexican food, though. I could eat fish tacos for just about every meal. So he could apparently eat Mexican food for every meal. But I've learned that my threshold is like three meals of Mexican food (laughs) before my stomach starts to say, please don't eat this anymore. So what's your favorite to eat at conferences? So it depends on where I am. I really love when I'm on a coast and I can get seafood. That is the best. I live in the desert, as everyone knows, and the seafood. There are a few restaurants that have really amazing seafood, but as soon as I get to a place with water, that's my number one go-to. So good. I love that. I do actually really love to get Mexican food because we don't have awesome Mexican food by me. And so traveling to the West Coast in particular, you can frequently get really good Mexican food. I like going to the South. And getting Southern food, that's really good. Now I'm really hungry, Danielle. 
<laughs> What's your favorite food to go get? My favorite is finding local snacks that I'm supposed to try. So not really a specific food group, but a type of food. Like when we went to Ottawa, everybody told me about the beaver tails and the various candy bars. I loved those. And then when I went to Boise last year for craft and commerce, I got, um, I was very concerned about making sure I had Idaho potatoes. Also excellent. So I usually try to find out whatever the snacks are that I don't necessarily have at home. And those are my go-to. How much fun did we have eating in Ottawa? That made oh me my fun. gosh. That candy bar we walked through, we took a break. We like left the group. <laughs> mm-hmm. The candy and then the cookie place with the Obama cookies. Do you remember those? Oh. And they had like, they had this place, I guess, had a visit from President Obama when he was still in office and they served him these maple leaf cookies. So I felt it was necessary to get an Obama cookie with Justin Trudeau's face on it. So it was it was a perfectly lovely cookie. It didn't have chocolate in it, so it wouldn't have been my first choice necessarily, but I did get to have an Obama cookie. He's really cute even on a cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you remember how cute his face was on those cookies? It was yes. <laughs> It was good. Oh, we eat well at conferences. That is part of the fun of the travel is getting a group together, going to a really cool meal. I'd love to hear what people in the HQ when they travel, what their favorite meal is. Yes, please tell us. We'll have a thread on it because we also want to hear from Dom what his favorites are. Yes, I know. Don, you have to promise us you'll weigh in. Let us know, even though we already know the answer and it's Mexican food. Now that we've made me starving for lunch, um, I think it's time to get to our awesome interview with Brandy. Before we do that, I want to tell you a little bit about her. Brandy Riley is a digital influencer and social media specialist, the founder of the Courage to Earn community for outrageously brave entrepreneurs. That is fun. (laughs) Brandy is known for personalized blog coaching and career development. Brandy has managed blogger outreach for hundreds of campaigns, and her door is always open to digital entrepreneurs who need a push. She uses her knowledge of what brands want to help influencers get paid more and her intuitive nature to help bloggers give their audiences a better experience. She's an equal opportunity encourager. Brandy is passionate about community and a champion for authenticity. She lives in Northern California with her husband, eight-year-old daughter, and infant son. Tweet her at Brandy Jeter or read her at mamanositall.com. So before we jump into our interview with Brandy, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Hashtag Legal. Hashtag Legal is a full-service law firm specializing in influencer marketing, social media, and service professionals. We offer a wide range of services, contract review and drafting, trademark and copyright registration and monitoring, FTC advice and disclosures, and full site reviews, including drafting site terms and conditions and privacy policies. Check us out at www.hashtag-legal.com. I am so excited to be here today with Brandy Riley. Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for having me, guys. So I have been a crazy fan of yours, Brandy, for a really long time. I've been in your Courage to Earn Facebook group for I don't even know how long, and I just love it. I would love you to tell our audience a little bit more about it. Yeah, so um, Courage to Earn actually started um, almost four years ago as what was then called the Blog Money Challenge. I was working a full-time job in influencer managing. I... 
I was making money from my site, but it was kind of like a conflict of interest. Not kind of like, it was definitely a conflict <laughs> of interest. <laughs> so I had to make a decision. I was making as much money from my blog as I was working for this company. So I decided to go off on my own. Um, and I started it just with what I call Blog Money Confidential, where I was just telling people how I made money from my site. I know a lot of people talk about making money, but weren't really being specific about it. So I did a webinar where I talked about every opportunity that I got and how it came about and decided to challenge everyone to build relationships and to earn money from their sites. That was so needed then. <laughs> it, it really was. It really was. And, you know, it was just going to be kind of like a it was a blogger thing, you know, and mm -hmm. then my stepmother, um, she got really sick and she had cancer and ended up passing away. And through the process of going to the funeral and being around family and cleaning up her house and all that kind of stuff, I realized that the things that I knew about her, that she was extremely talented as a seamstress, but she really didn't have anyone around her telling her that she could do it, you know? And mm -hmm. so she ended up dying while still having two jobs, you know, living kind of like paycheck to paycheck, even with those jobs. She, she worked hard to take care of my sister and me. She really wasn't able to live her dreams. And so I wanted to be a resource to women so that they could see that those type of things were an option. You know, like you can do what you love and make money and here's how to do it. I, I didn't know that. I love that story. That's such an amazing inspiration um, and something beautiful to sort of honor her memory too. Yeah. And Jamie, I mean, you know, I mean, we see a lot of women who worked in corporate and who are lawyers and who are, who were teachers who are so brilliant. But when it comes to blogging or earning money from their own thing, it's almost like starting from scratch. And so the thing that I found was missing was that confidence and confidence comes in knowing confidence comes in knowing that you're not alone, you know, so how much are people getting paid? How much can I get paid for this? So that's what we try to do encourage to earn every day. I love the transparency. And you're so right. There's something unique about women <laughs> and asking for money that is, yeah. I think, a struggle yeah. that faces a lot of women. Uh, I give a talk about negotiation and frequently the people who it resonates most with are women that are sitting in the audience. Yeah, they're there. They're already, they know that they need to invest in themselves. But when it comes to telling other people to invest in the value that they are providing, we just kind of we don't want to go there, but we need to go there. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's it's so interesting because I had a conversation with someone recently who was teasing me a little bit about because as a lot, our audience knows, and you may know, I also I'm an attorney and I we do have a law yes. practice. And someone said, well, I'll pay you a dollar for that. And I laughed. I said, you don't want a lawyer who charges a dollar. And exactly. they, right. yeah, they laughed. They go, wow, I, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> and that's the same for everybody. Your value is what you put out there. And that's such a I love that you give that message every day and you do it in such a positive and empowering way. I appreciate that. Thank you. So tell me how you grew the Courage to Earn Facebook group. It's big now. Because I was in influencer managing, I had um, a lot of friends already who were bloggers. So I invited all of them. And when I left the company, they kind of 
you know, wanted to follow me and see where I was going. And I do a lot of sharing of information. And every time I share information, whether it's Facebook Live or Instagram or doing a podcast or doing someone else's, um, going and visiting someone else's Facebook group, I invite them to the group. And this is kind of a tip for folks who are building their groups. I have a shortened link. So I say bit.ly slash courage to earn group every time. It's super easy. <laughs> it's easy for people to remember. And, um, and after I finish, they usually find that link and click it and join. That's a phenomenal piece of advice because I right now it seems a lot of people are starting to focus on Facebook groups. Yeah, uh, and yeah. we get a lot of questions. How do you grow it? What do you do in it? So that's a great piece of advice. How have you said and in every newsletter too? you know, just any opportunity that you have to invite people when I post articles on LinkedIn, it's there, you know, uh, you just can't be shy about inviting people and also heavily moderating the group is something that I do. I have um, Michelle, who is my community manager, and we moderate the group so that if there are people who are not a good fit, we get them out quickly so that the people who do come want to stay and want to participate. I love that. And we'll drop that link in our show notes as well. So everyone can find you because you you are a phenomenal resource for influencers. So we want to be sure everybody can, can find you very easily. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. So you mentioned the group's about four years old. How has it changed over the years? I have found my voice a lot more than uh, when I first started. You know, when I first started, I wanted it to be a place for everybody, which I still do. But I've realized that groups like that, communities, they need a leader. At the beginning, I really, if someone had an idea, let's go for it. Let's jump on it. Let's do this. Come on, everybody. You know, um, if someone had a product that they wanted to sell or a service that they wanted to recruit for, it was just kind of, you know, this is our place and it's still our place. But now I know that it's important to have someone at the top really looking at the community and the goals and staying true to what the goals are and protecting the interests of the folks who are in the group. So that has changed me a lot. It's definitely made me a better leader. I have to practice what I preach, <laughs> you know, so it's made me a better blogger and better at charging and finding my own value and setting rates and things like that. It, it has been, for my business, extremely relevant in my growth, for sure. That's a phenomenal piece of advice. I think people get nervous, the pleaser in us, uh, to yes. sort of take charge because you are creating a community. But like you said, every community needs a leader. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. I think it's important, particularly because in groups, unfortunately, sometimes they can take a negative road. And I don't find that the negativity is all that productive. There's a great way to have discourse in groups. And there's a great way to have differing opinions. But when it takes that negative term, I find it that's that's not a great place. And I like how your space, you allow a lot of conversation but it, it always feels positive and people are trying to really learn from each other about all kinds of things. And, you know, that took some learning to, to be able to do that, figuring out how to allow people to have conflict, you know, good conflict, mm -hmm. because that's how folks, like you said, that's how folks learn from each other. Part of it is me staying neutral. And that can be, some people can look at that as a negative, but inside of a community as the leader, I look at it as, you know, I can have, my very core values. And as long as someone's opinion doesn't attack that, mm -hmm. you know, then it's okay that we don't agree. And I don't have to 
monitor that. I don't have to tether that conversation. That's a phenomenal framework. I like that a lot. Now, here's here's the million dollar question. How do you keep up with all of the changes that Facebook makes? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I love Facebook. I just, I mean, I adore everything about it. It connects people so well. I'm just, as soon as it happens, I just jump on it. You know, mm-hmm. I try not to fall in love with any, <laughs> with any uh, action that they give us or any, you know, I know because I know that if I love it, it's likely going to change. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't true. get too used to things. And I still do a lot of managing of the group offline. Mm. So, you know, like lists that I have, I keep a Google Doc with like members and things like that, just in case they decide not to let us know who's in the group anymore, you know? So I, I definitely keep in touch with my community manager. We connect every single day about what's going on so that we can know like, Hey, do you have this on your phone yet? Because sometimes she'll get things applications on for Facebook that I don't even have yet. So we just, we have, we keep up with it by keeping in touch with each other. Um, I follow the Facebook groups community or Facebook communities. They have a blog where they update things, um, as they update it, but you know, it's, it's a platform. <laughs> I, I expect that there's going to be challenges, but I welcome them. I just love Facebook so much. That's a, that's a phenomenal piece of advice. I love the idea of having the list offline. That's so smart. Um, one I hadn't thought yeah, of. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we're going to have to implement that. That's really, really good. Now you've mentioned during our conversation, your blog and some of your other work. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about that? There's more to you than courage to earn. Yeah. (laughs) So I actually started off as a family lifestyle blogger, or at the time I was a single mom blogger. My site is mamaknowsitall.com. There I write personal stories about um, my family. I have a 10 month old son who you might hear in the background a little bit and an eight year old and uh, a husband. And I write about our life together. Um, I work with brands a lot and, you know, it's challenging because Courage to Earn is really my baby now. You know, I love it so much. I love building community. I love supporting bloggers and I do some blog coaching and I have um, a mastermind, which is Courage to Earn More, which is a smaller offshoot of the Courage to Earn group. Um, I have a Courage to Earn More retreat. So as you can tell, like that's kind of where my heart is taking me to to supporting women in following their dreams. I want to be able to help women in a and stay relevant. So I want to keep my blog so I know what's going on. I'm not just standing at a podium letting people know, you should do this, you should do that. I'm actually in it and able to tell them like, this has been what's worked for me. And this is what I know works now. That I That's exactly why we podcast and we blog too, for the same reason. If I'm, yeah. you know, you're going to hold yourself out there as an expert in a community, you want to say, hey, I've been in the trenches. <laughs> I know what it's like. Exactly. And it's not like back in the day, you could have a blog mm-hmm. and then move into, you know, coaching and it was all good. But now things change so much that if you aren't staying current with your own blog, then the information that you're providing to people could be outdated. It's so, so true. So tell us more about these masterminds. I've I've been reading about them online and they sound 
fantastic. Do you have a favorite client success story you could share? Oh my gosh, this week um, has been pretty awesome. Um, I had a couple of pe- a couple of people just this week, and it's only Tuesday, reach out and let me know that the biggest thing for them is that their mindset has changed. Mm. You know, they were doing, they were blogging, they were creating content. They were doing videos, working with brands because they love to do it. But since coming into the mastermind and really having targeted support on setting goals, setting financial goals and being able to talk about money and challenges with money and bad relationships with money and working to overcome that, they've been able to start earning real money. Someone said to me that she earned three times what she made uh, last year just in February. Oh my gosh. I'm like all of last year she made it in February. So that's pretty amazing. I love being able to have a smaller group setting. It's, it's like having a smaller hive mind, you know, mm-hmm. where yeah. you can ask these, you feel comfortable because the group is not so big. So you can share specifically what your goals are and what questions you have without fearing that someone's going to take your idea or, you know, go <laughs> and tell other people what you're working on. So you are busy. You have a group. You have your site. You work with clients. How do you juggle it all? Million dollar question. You know, <laughs> I am very, I'm very good at setting boundaries now. I learned that thankfully before I had my second child. <laughs> um, before, like you talked about earlier, you said about being a people pleaser. That was one of my, you know, best and worst qualities. And I had to learn how to set office hours and to ignore inbox messages on Facebook and, you know, to let people know that I'm just not available right now, but I'll get back to you later. That's how I get it done. You know, I work in time blocks. I do a lot of 30 minute setting alarms for 30 minutes and knocking things out. And then when my son's awake and he's wanting to play, then all bets are off. You know, I just, I go with that. And people know that. I'm very honest about it. And it's not for everybody, Jamie. That doesn't work for everybody. Some people need a coach who has very set in and concrete hours and they need someone who's available at all times. And that's totally fine, but that's just not me. And I had to learn to be okay with that in order to grow my business in a way that also honors my staying at home and being a stay at home mom. And that's what I work for, you know, I I totally get it. We actually have a lot in common. (laughs) I have the exact same rules. I also time block. Um, I'm very, very big on boundaries. That's something I talk Mm -hmm. about all the time. The power of no is important. Yes. And it's the same. I have a set block. My boys are a little bit older, so we're out of the baby phase. But when they get home from school from five o'clock to 730, that's my time with them. And that time is everything, unless there's an emergency, which certainly in my profession can happen. But I am, that is my time. And I am committed to that phones down, computer away, they get my undivided attention. And that is one of my values. So I I love that. I think that's phenomenal advice. And just being forgiving of yourself, you know, sometimes all bets are off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's it. We're probably going to have a snow day on the East Coast tomorrow. So (laughs) my beautifully time block schedule (laughs) may be out the window. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because when the kids need you, I mean, you know, that's what we work for. We work so that we can be available to our family. And I had to, I, and I still have to almost on a daily basis, remind myself that like, I am not working 
for work. I am Mm -hmm. working for myself. I'm working for my family. So uh, let me act accordingly, you know. I love that. That's so great. Yes, I I do have a tip, though. Um, This is something that I try to do every day. I I call it Berg. um, I figure as long as you do one of four things every day, one thing of four categories every day, you can still grow your business. So um, every day, one thing to book earn, receive, and grow. Mm. So if you do that every day, then you will build your business. So book is like when you reached out to me about the podcast and we set a date. So that's booking something. Earning is I wrote a freelance article and submitted it. Receiving, that's when you get the money in PayPal or you get the check. And then grow is like this. So this is growing my business. This is growing my influence, sitting here talking to you today. So um, that's one thing that I tell my clients when they're feeling overwhelmed. If you need to take some time off, as long as you berg your day, <laughs> I love it. you know that things are still getting done, you know? That's a phenomenal tip. I, I, I love frameworks because I frequently in my business get into the overwhelm. And so yeah. a framework is always, ama- it makes me, it gives me instant calm. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. Yep. So we have a lot of listeners who are actually new to the blogging world. Do you have any advice for new bloggers? Yes. My biggest tip for new bloggers is always to focus on the content first. You know, create the content, find out who your audience is, who's reading it, what they want to read and create more content like that. You can SEO, you can't SEO like a blank page. (laughs) So you really have to, you really have to focus on the content. And I see that a lot of times new bloggers, they get excited. They come into Courage to Earn and they see people getting contracts and going on trips and that's what they want to do. But I think if you focus on creating interesting articles and social media projects that people want to engage with, then you'll automatically grow. Because it's them. And that's what that's when I find the that's such good advice, because I find that the most successful I see the clients of mine who are always coming back to me with the contracts are the ones that are just themselves. They're talking about what makes sense for them. And it's clear in the writing. Whether it's sponsored. Oh, that baby's so cute. (laughs) You're making me miss the the baby days. (laughs) So we have a couple of rapid fire questions we always do at the end of our podcast. Do you have a couple more minutes to answer? I do, yeah. We love to get to know our, uh, our guests just a little bit more. That's not business. All right. So first one, coffee or tea? coffee. Oh, me too, Brandy. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite book? It can be business or it doesn't have to be. Um, The Crossroads of Should and Must. It's an amazing book that gives you permission to be who you are in business. Um, And it's so honest and authentic. You guys should all check it out. I haven't read that one. I'm putting it on the list. Thank you. What was the first thing you did to celebrate success in your business? Um, I took my daughter to Atlantic City on a vacation. (laughs) That's an awesome answer. I always find that question interesting because sometimes I, particularly our female guests go, um, nothing. I'm like, do that and come back to us. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Do you have a word for the year? And if so, what is it? Well, I don't have a word, but I have a phrase and it's mind your business. Ah. To uh, not be all nosy, all up in other people's stuff. (laughs) And also to handle my business, to do things, you know, the right way in terms of legally and ethically handle my business, mind my business. I like that. Apple or PC? 
apple. Yes. See, we do have a lot in common. <laughs> now tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me at couragetoearn.com, at bit.ly slash courage to earn group, or you can come to mama knows it all, M-A-M-A knows it all.com. Awesome. And we will put, we will put all those links in the show notes too. So everyone can find you. Thank you awesome. so much. Your insights were phenomenal and you gave some amazing tips. We really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks, Jamie. This episode is brought to you by Hashtag Legal. Hashtag Legal is a full-service law firm specializing in influencer marketing, social media, and service professionals. We offer a wide range of services, contract review and drafting, trademark and copyright registration and monitoring, FTC advice and disclosures, and full site reviews, including drafting site terms and conditions and privacy policies. Check us out at www.hashtag-legal.com. Jamie, that was such a great interview. I hope people got so much out of it. Um, If you have questions for us, please come and visit us in the HQ. If you're not already a member, visit businessease.com slash HQ to join. And for show notes, including all the links that Brandy talked about and ways that you can find Brandy, you can go to businessease.com slash episode 27. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Business Ease HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.